When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Freehouse. Get that pickup and delivery Tuesday through Sunday. Get the menu and more at thefreehousempls.com. Thanks, Freehouse. Hey, Jace, I have a good idea. How about after the show, you get us some curbside pickup at the Lowry? Oh, how convenient for you to come up with that great idea. But yes, I'll take you and Dawn to the Lowry, okay? <laughs> what are we eating? Uh, are we thinking comfort food, Dawn? Yes. You thinking comfort food, Lex? Yes. Okay. I'd, I'd really like some meatloaf if they have it. Oh wow, you're getting very, very particular. But Dawn, <laughs> we can hook you up at the Lowry because it is comfort food at its best. They have Ma's meatloaf. Ooh. Don't you love that name? It is a generous portion of house-made meatloaf. You get some mashed potatoes, some root veggies, some chipotle ketchup. Oh. So Dawn, we got your order. Lex, are you thinking comfort food too? You know it. I need some comfort right now. It's cold out. How about a Cubano? How does that sound? Oh, yum. Yes. A baguette, mustard blend, fire-braised pork, smoked ham, pickles, and Swiss cheese. Delicious. And you know what? <laughs> I because, want it right now. Well, you know what else I'm going to get you right now? We're all going to split a velvet burger. It is what two. What is that? It is, thank you. It's two <laughs> four-ounce beef patties, Velveeta cheese, roasted poblano peppers, peanut pesto aioli sandwiched on a brioche bun. Wow. Boom. Whoa, yumbo. Yumbo isn't a word. But you know what is a word? Is pickup and delivery. And the Lowry offers both Tuesday through Sunday. For more information, go to thelowryuptown.com. Can we reset, maybe? maybe. My Talk 107.1 is KTMY FM, HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. Bounce over to the Saintly side. Good morning. Here's your My Talk traffic. Just one uh, one prong in my thrust right now. It's a stalled out semi being hooked up to Big Rig Toe, uh, sitting on the right shoulder northbound 35E at the exit to Cayuga. It actually might be the same semi that was on westbound 94 prior to the Mounds Boulevard sweepers about a half hour ago. I know they did try to move it, but I lost track of it uh, as they went by 52. I haven't had to look at eastbound 94 this morning between Monticello and Maple Grove because y'all are driving like champs. Uh, same deal with you cheese eaters rolling in from Wisconsin. You've got a good-looking drive over the St. Croix and into St. Paul. And if you're bypassing the downtowns on either 494 or 694, both options there and both directions of both options are uh, turning in record lap times. So have fun with that. 
Ken Barlow's five eyewitness news forecast. Cloudy, breezy, mild today. Uh, There is a chance of scattered snow or rain showers with a high near 38. It'll drop down to 18 overnight, then sunny and 30 tomorrow. Well, let's see increasing clouds in 38 on Sunday. It's 30 right now. I I need some dirt, 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 dirt. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Up to the minute entertainment and pop culture news heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Yeah, that's really great. Could you please tell us what's going on? George Clooney's weighing in on the recent Tom Cruise recording that went viral. He was asked what he thought about Tom reacting to people breaking COVID 19 protocol. And he said he didn't overreact because it is a problem. I have a friend who's an assistant director on another TV show who just had the almost exact same thing happen with not quite as far out a response and then he added that he himself wouldn't have handled it the same way or specifically called people out but he understands why tom did it um he's not wrong about it i mean i don't know about you but i have been yelled at like that before every play i've been in i think the director at some point goes you guys don't know your lines yet you know what i mean (laughs) and there's a tirade and a rant where it's like okay we get it we better get off book you know what i'm saying I think we are used to it, and we used to accept it. I think the new generation and new standards does not accept this. Um, look, I would have preferred him to use a few less. I I uh, agree with the sentiment, but did he need to? Uh, I don't know. Say it quite like that. <laughs> are we being? I mean, look. There's. Are we being too sensitive? I don't know. But you're right, Don. I've been yelled at. Uh, I've been yelled at by news directors like that. Sure. Nowadays, that would get that news director sued or fired. Oh. Um. But and now, uh, five crew members have quit. Yes. Or, yeah. Because so. there was a second rant that he had that wasn't recorded, but apparently five. You know what? Oh. If they, yeah, I would be so feel so privileged and thankful that I had a job right now. I'd be like, yep. sure, yell at me. I don't care. I'm keeping my job. It's just... Yeah. We get uh, yelled at like that almost every day by uh, Joe, <laughs> and uh, we what we do is we laugh and we mock him and make fun of him as he's yelling at us. Uh, and <laughs> so let me sure. tell you something, that doesn't help matters, but no, that's what we do. Help. No, That's no. what we do. Yeah, <laughs> That's great. Okay, uh, Luke Bryan, the uh, singer-songwriter, country star, uh, he attributes Dolly Parton for helping him establish a work ethic when he first moved to Nashville. He Mm. said someone had quoted Dolly Parton to me and said told me that she woke up and wrote a song every day. And he said, I did that, and my first number one as a songwriter was performed by Billy Currington in 2006. Um, So, yeah, just that work ethic of she wrote a song every day, forcing yourself to write. That's pretty incredible i've heard yeah. that a lot of, about a lot yep. of music people um jackson brown for one used to be like that in the early 70s late 60s where it was 12 hours a day he'd work on stuff Jeez. well and one of my favorite stories we don't have, I'll, I'll tell it on the other side of the dirt alert uh it involves dolly parton teaching a lesson to a very very young julia roberts i'll, I'll tell Ooh. them on the outside of the dirt cool. alert yeah all right that's the latest dirt you can find more on our app in my talk 1071.com Dirt alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Take a look at the five and ten, it's glistening once again. 
Candy canes and silver lanes that glow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be on your own front door A pair of hop-along boots and a pistol that shoots Is the wish of Barney and Ben Dawes that'll talk and we'll go for a walk Is the hope of Janice and Jen And Mom and Dad can hardly wait for school to start again Love It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas yep. Mr. Buble bringing us back Beginning our final hour on this Friday, December 18th, 2020. I'm Jace. Lex is off. Kenny's here. Don's here. You're here. My last. Yeah, you are, Kenny. <laughs> you are here. I interrupted you. Your what? Your last what? It's my last live show of the year. I have this oh, one. That's right. Yeah. And uh, the Jason show. And then I'm out of here. Literally. <laughs> Great. How fun. I know. That's just, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed being at Disney World on Christmas. Just traveling oh. on Christmas. I'd never done that before, obviously, but I've never actually gone somewhere else and being at home. So I'm like, yeah. I kind of like this. <laughs> I know. I And I wondered. I felt, you know, because it's almost a year anniversary of you and I going with Kyle and um, I had so much, we have to do that again before we die. We have to, we, we have to go again. Cause I'll repeat the compliment I gave in the six o'clock. Don is Don McLean uh, is on the very short list of people that can hang, uh, with the two fairy godfathers, uh, because there, uh, there is no, <laughs> there is, we go big or go home. It's, 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 it's. We do it right. Uh, we do chicken right. And Dawn hung with us, and our rhythms were the same. When Dawn ran out of gas, we ran out of gas. I mean, you know, she needs two new knees, but hey, it's worth it. We had a good weekend. <laughs> so, yeah. So the story with uh, Dolly Parton is, and I love this. I've, I've told it before, but it's one of my favorite showbiz stories. They were doing publicity for Steel Magnolias. And if you don't know, Dolly and Julie were both in that movie with Sally Field, Olympia Dukakis, uh, Shirley MacLaine, Daryl uh, Hannah. And they were on uh, the Oprah show. And Julia was very young. I mean, if you think about it, I think she had done Mystic Pizza, and that was about it. And they shot Steel Magnolias in Louisiana in the summer. And that movie, um, you know, they're wearing wedding outfits. They're in multi-layered clothing. They're wearing sweaters. They're doing this. And, and if you've ever been to the South in, in the summer, um, speaking of Florida, it is, um, it, it, it's like my friend Jen calls it like Vietnam hot because she was in Vietnam one time and she goes, it's a whole other level oh, of hot. Yeah, It's yeah. oppressive. I mean, it's the humidity just knocks you out. So they were filming a scene, and this is Julia telling Oprah the story. They were filming a scene, and Julia is wearing like a sweater, and da, 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 hmm. and she's just complaining and just like, oh my goodness. And, you know, they get done with their shot, and she's walking around just going, oh my goodness, I'm sweating. And, da, da, da. and she said she looked over, and Dolly is sitting there uh, on like a stoop. She's sitting there on the porch. And just sitting there with her arms uh, on her knee and, and not saying a word. 
And Julia goes over to Dolly and she's like, Dolly, I mean, come on. I mean, aren't, aren't you hot? I mean, seriously, it's just, it, this is a horrible. <laughs> did it, it. And Julia goes, she goes on and on. And Dolly looks up, looks at Julia in the face and she goes, all of my life, I wanted to be famous. And now that I'm famous, I'm not going to bitch about a single thing. Oh, boy. I'm not going to complain about a single thing. And Julia goes, she turned around and she goes, well, there is a lesson for me. (laughs) And Julia said it stopped her from complaining on sets. Mm. It just it it was such a great lesson because Dolly was so earnest. And, And she said Dolly wasn't mean. She wasn't trying to one up her as a younger actress. It was just so meaningful and you could tell it wasn't a line that Dolly had in her back pocket. She really believed what she said. Uh, and, uh, and it, and it changed the way that Julia acted on movie sets. And Aww. I just thought that was, is, if that's not quintessential Dolly, I don't know what is, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. that's Dolly. That's Dolly. Okay. Uh, we go from Dolly to Dawn eating alone in her car. Uh, so <laughs> this is scraping the bottom of the barrel. No, it? it's not. This is what America wants. This is what America wants. Okay. Okay. This is what America wants for, for today's show. <laughs> so for the past two days, the three of us have talked about nothing but chicken fingers and uh, fast food and, and gas station uh, food, gas station food. And uh, so we talked about a lot of places to get chicken fingers yesterday. So Don being the great executive producer and knowing that Hollywood's not doing anything right now. Right. Um, Don went out to produce content for us. <laughs> you what watched you... the last blockbuster. I did. I, I watched a couple things. Yeah. You went to Quick Trip, Don. Tell us about it. Oh, yeah. So I went to Quick Trip yesterday. We had a lot of listeners tell us about how great their chicken fingers are. We talked a lot about the rolling meat logs, which are just, you know, that rolling thing that has taquitos and some other things. We're not sure what they are. So I was like on my way to pick up a gift that um, I had on hold in Apple Valley. And so I Googled first I from the station. It's like I, I set my maps to a certain quick trip in Apple Valley that was near where I needed to go, um, which was hilarious to me that I'm like, you know, mapping quick trips because I, I don't see a lot of them in my neck of the woods but there are a lot of quick trips in apple valley i was delighted so i, I get there and i go in and i noticed I was that delighted i was i was looking <laughs> look at all of these in the area i'm gonna be in and uh yeah so anyway um i was i have it yeah you have it okay good yeah. all right so here's the visual that kenny and i love it's our beautiful dawn mclean sitting in her vehicle <laughs> Getting ready. She has a camera on the dashboard. And she's getting ready to eat her her fabulous treats from the quick trip. <laughs> Here's Don McClain. Hey guys. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's Don McLean. Uh, you know that because you're looking at my Instagram. Uh, today on the show, we talked about quick trip food. And I went to Quick Trip just a few minutes ago and got some food like some uh, uh, chicken tenders here and also um, a rolling meat log. Now, I will say I tried to pull up into this parking lot right next to Quick Trip, but guess what happened? Some dude pulled up next to me, not right next to me, but like two spaces away. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm just trying to eat my food in the fitness center parking lot in peace. So the first thing I got was, it wasn't one of those bright red meat logs that I talked about that are rolling for like 14 hours. This is a bacon, cheese, um, chicken roller bite. So that's what it looks like. I'm gonna try it right now. She Um, grimaces here. Yeah, that's okay. It's nothing that's gonna really knock your socks off there. I don't really love that. I'll have to come back when the red meat logs are rolling. Um, and this, people were raving about this, listeners. Talked about the chicken tenders at Quick Trip. So I got the last one. So I gotta try a little chicken tender just to make sure that they're good and tender. Just like a tender chicken tender should be. So. Hmm. Those aren't bad. Hmm. I kind of would want the breading to be a little less soggy, but I think it's just because it's in this um, this box here. So that kind of gets condensation on it. Um, but hey, I'm willing to try that rolling red meat log as soon as they as soon as they get those popping over at the quick trip today. So I hope you enjoyed my video. Um, ooh, the company that makes these is called kitchen cravings I saw a lot of people getting food at quick trip like construction workers um, just regular ladies with kids it's a hopping place to eat my favorite part is just I don't know why it makes it just regular ladies with kids you know moms Yeah. I don't think I've ever felt like a regular lady (laughs) so that's probably why I look at other moms and go oh you know that's a regular lady I'm an irregular lady <laughs> Clearly, Jeez, I see so many people a normal. Food she's here. a normal construction <laughs> workers, regular ladies with kids. <laughs> you know, moms. Oh God. I, oh. Okay, so uh, the taste. Obviously, the breading could be crispier, but yeah. that's of no fault of the quick trip. That is no. the condensation of the packaging. Mm-hmm. If. If it was at full crispiness, Dawn, uh, flavor profile of the Quick Trip chicken tenders that so many people told us about. Oh, flavor. Good? It had, yeah, definitely. It had just the right kind of spices on it. Uh, it was like a, a crumbly breading. It didn't feel like it had come from a truck that had been, you know, frozen foods that are just kind of, you know, whenever yes. a chicken tender that is not tender and you have right. to break through that breading to get to the chicken and right. it just feels like it's been frozen forever and then tossed in a fryer. This really yeah. felt like they were pretty fresh. 
Okay. And I hate the word fresh, but um, <laughs> it's just a descriptive word that I. That's why like you're not normal. Food. Fresh, <laughs> so fresh. So um, yeah, it's pretty good. I, I okay. would I would try it again if they. And it's funny because they must be so popular. Because the entire, I got the last little box, and it was only ten forty-five a.m. Oh. So I think they oh. have to continue to crank these out, you know, for everybody that's coming in, like regular ladies with kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those regular ladies with kids. There's so much food at Quick Trip. It's half of the store is food. Yes, it's just you know very little of it. Little of it is packaged convenience store food. Yes. Yeah. You've got a coffee station and just like the grab and go total. Yeah. And this wasn't a big quick trip. I was like, wow, this is really like a lot of food here. And yeah. somebody emailed and said, they'll make it for you fresh if you want it. And I'm like, oh. well, you know, I'm probably not going to be a Karen like that. They, Dawn, yeah, no. I hate to tell you, they only do that for regular ladies with kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like, you are very irregular in a number of ways. So just to reveal what I had to do when I ate this, um, I, I literally, there was a fitness center, like a small one, like an anytime fitness type place. There was literally one in the parking lot adjacent to the nice. quick trip. I pull up in there. There's a guy that pulls in. So I, I had to leave there. I went across the street and where I parked to eat this yeah. food was a natural food market. <laughs> <laughs> where everybody's going in getting their organic you know avocados and eating you know organic good farm fresh food and here's Dawn eating her processed chicken fingers double fisting that, fingers in that weird meat log that I had <laughs> I was just so it's just like you kind of hide in shame yep. oh boy oh, we love you quick trip we have the Duraler coming up and then at 8.30, I'm excited. Dawn finished that docu-series we've been talking about, Murder on Middle Beach. Uh, all of that is ahead when we come back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. It's time to get caught up with the big entertainment stories of the day. And for that, we have Dawn McLean with the Dirt Alert. Hello, Dawn. Hi. Um, now, I, I really don't think we need this limited series on hulu about pam and tommy lee oh. um but that is coming no, to no. um yeah i read that and i'm like what produced by seth rogan uh he's going to be mm. playing the guy who stole the sex tape and it all surrounds the sex tape it's going to be the working title is pam and tommy and guess who's Creative. cast as pam and tommy this casting is terrible who? sebastian stan from Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Okay. What? And uh, Pamela Anderson will be played by Lily James from Downton Abbey. No. <laughs> yeah. That's, I just. Horrible. I can't see how that's going to be good in any way. Um, if you're too young to know Pam and Tommy Lee, they had an infamous sex tape that was stolen by an electrician who was disgruntled. Um, he w actually was doing work on their home, and uh, they got into some type of a, you know, listen, he got fired, and he tried to come back and get his tools a couple of months later, tools, and uh, <laughs> Tommy Lee had a shotgun. Yeah, I am. Tommy Lee had a shotgun and chased him away. So then he came back a couple of months later and stole this safe that had this sex tape in it which he distributed um 
uh, for 60 bucks a piece. They started selling them online. So yeah. that's what it's all about. We don't need this. No. This is stupid. No, we live this through cr- this. I, it's just, plus, they're both still very much alive. They have kids. <sighs> Not that their I, kids don't know it? about this, but. Have you guys seen it? Yes. No. Uh, the so sex you tapes? Saw him, you saw him steer the boat? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. No, he steers the boat with I, his member. I, I watched the John Wayne Bobbitt Pern, and that was oh, enough that for me. Oh, no, that, that, that's awful. not even comparable. That was no, just awful. We watched <sighs> yeah. it in the college dorm, and I was like, "Oh my goodness it it looks like a man tilting to the, the left." <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, the it looks non V like eight guy. Yeah, the non sex stuff where they were just on the boat and they were naked. <gasps> And it was Tommy Lee. Oh, I love you so much, baby. Oh, you're so hot, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. And all this nonsense. <laughs> and you watch it and go, well, you, you two. This is. You're not going to last. This is. This is phony love. This. I think my work. favorite part is whenever he catches a small fish and he's like, "It's not big enough. I got to throw it back." <laughs> Ew. Yeah, I think that's the line. Something Ew. about not having a big enough fish and. Yeah. They're nude, and it's just like yeah. it's stupid. It's so gross. It's really stupid. I, I there are I, I, those are just two people that I don't. I barely want to see them with clothes on. No, absolutely. Let alone do I want to see them bumping uglies. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, well, this movie is going to be a, a colossal failure. It's this actually not a movie. Off. It's an eight-part miniseries. Eight parts? Eight. Yes. I'm like, what? That's just no. We don't need that much, please. There's just no. not enough to say. I just think is it's... it too late to cancel it? Yeah. Just... No. I mean, no. Seth Ro- Rogan's involved, and um... and, and Lisa well, or uh, Lily, come on. I'm ashamed of you. You're Rose from Downton Abbey, for heaven's sake. <laughs> exactly. Gross. She's been uh, most recently involved in a scandal with Dominic James from uh, The Affair. If you remember the show The Affair, they were having an affair. They were traipsing about Italy, and he's very much married to a woman who is comes from, uh, you know, uh, her dad's like a duke or a... I mean, they, they have, like, royal blood, and he's screwing that up for sure because he's just... You know, traipsing around with Lily James, but so she so hasn't gross. had the greatest press anyway lately. Yeah. And I'm just like, can you please find a different project? Because you're you should be better than that. So disgusting. Okay, Britney Spears conservatorship. There, um, it's been extended again this time until September 3rd, 2021. So there was a decision made on Wednesday's hearing. Britney's father, Jamie Spears, and her mom uh, and the attorney appeared all live in L.A. court. And uh, so they basically extended this. It was supposed to go until February, but now it's September. Jamie, the dad, is still involved in the conservatorship because they wanted him completely kicked out. The only good thing that's come out of this, he's still involved in in controlling her money and her life, but they've actually, the judge actually agreed that this this other company called Bessemer Trust has been named a co-conservator. So he isn't just willy-nilly on his own with a friend controlling the money. There's someone else involved now. So that's what she wanted. Uh, she actually wants him to be completely removed, her dad. But she wanted this other outside company that doesn't have any ties to him involved. And she did get her way with that. And that is really good news for her. Yeah. And I think she was good. so happy. She's cut her hair. I just watched. Uh, there's I an Instagram uh, little story um, where she's given herself a new bob. So she's probably very happy about 
at least the direction her life is going. She just needs to not have one at all, I think. Let her just learn from her mistakes. She's an adult. You know, like, all kinds of people aren't in their exact mental faculties and make decisions about their money every day. Yep. I hope she finds happiness and gets rid of the toxic people in her life. No pun intended. Yeah. Uh, When we come back, murder on Middle Beach. Dawn finished it. We can't wait to talk about it. We'll do that on the other side of this. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Chase. Lex is off. Dawn's here. Kenny's here. You're here. Uh, been talking this week about Murder on Middle Beach from HBO. Great documentary. Kenny has and, a traffic item but, real quick, though. Oh, I'm sorry. But Go ahead. First, yeah. no, I just made reference to this on the air. I couldn't find this stall, and it's on eastbound 94. It was blocking the right lane in the tunnel. It looks like it's either a trooper or a first unit driver. Uh, pushing it out of the tunnel right now, so they'll probably park in that curve on eastbound 94 just outside of the tunnel. So watch out for that. That's all. Watch out for that. Yep. Please, watch out for that. Um, Dawn had gotten through the first episode of it, and uh, I had finished it a couple couple days ago. And uh, you finished it, huh? I did. Four episodes on HBO Max. Myrtle, murder, uh, not Myrtle. Myrtle Beach. <laughs> yeah, Murder on Middle Beach. Um, so this is a documentary made by what starts to be a student, then turns into a young man. You know, he when he's 18 years old, his mother is murdered, and she's found, you know, right outside of her home, just on the side of the house, covered with outdoor furniture couch cushions. Uh, and it's just a lot of mystery surrounding this. He ends up in the documentary that he's making as a student film. He interviews his entire family, you know, and learns a lot about his mom uh, and also her dealings with this group called the gifting table, which is sort of a pyramid scheme. It's not sort of, it was, yeah. Uh, two of the women in the documentary were prosecuted and sent to prison for this, uh, creating these gifting tables, which were women's groups in on the East Coast that were started to. It's basically a pyramid scheme where you invite one woman and to join this club, you have to give five thousand dollars. And so yep. when you recruit <laughs> when you recruit two women, they're adding they're adding 5000 to the pot. You're at a certain tier level, and then you start moving up once those two ladies recruit people. And so when you're at the top tier, you're um, and they spoke in code like appetizers, soup and salad, like you were either uh, an entree, a dessert, a soup and salad, or um, an appetizer yeah. in the pyramid. And once you reach dessert, then you get a gift of $40,000 because that's how much has accumulated during this time. Uh, so, you know, pyramid schemes, as we all know, can only go on for so long until you don't have anybody else to recruit. So that's whenever people start losing money. So there's that's so this entire side story to this that is just mind blowing that people would think that would be legal because they're not 
they're not paying taxes on this and they're just getting money. And it was very weird. You know, it's just like what seemed so innocent to these women were federal crimes. Yeah. So you've got that going on. You've got the fact that um, uh, she was an alcoholic and had some enemies and was recruiting from the gifting table from AA, which really got her in trouble. Uh, then you had an ex, have an ex-husband who happens to be this kid's dad. I mean, this is a very complicated story. Um, you learn more and more about the dad as it goes on, and you also learn about the sisters and the daughter. I mean, it's just crazy, this life that was being led by this woman, and every all these people that could have murdered her. So I will say without revealing anything, just because I want to have the conversation with you, Jason, in yeah. code. Um, <laughs> so there's there's a person towards the end that is basically exonerated or just in the filmmaker's mind. OK, like, OK, now they are cleared from any responsibility. And I don't really feel like that person is. Because oh. of the, uh, because I want to know if the com- the information he got that cleared that person, I want to know if that conversation that that individual had with Barbara Beach was in person or on the phone. Because if it was on the phone, it could have happened before the murder took place. Yes, and so that is a st- that's still to me like mm, no, I don't really feel like. Because that person also fled the country for 10 years. Well, and there's so what happened was, my talkers, to include you, this woman was brutally murdered in on her front lawn or she was found in her front lawn on the day she was supposed to make a court appearance. Um, And this doesn't give anything away, but she was making that's introduced in the first episode. Yeah, she was heading to a court appearance with her ex. Something is revealed about phone calls made on the day of her murder in later episodes that you're like, oh, Um, phone records are found of what happened, why she wasn't at the courthouse when she should have been. And it leads you to think, was she supposed to be at the courthouse? Was she supposed mm, to yeah, be at the house that at that time? Oh, it's just unsolved to me. It's yes. it is unsolved. And then, you know, the ending, um, did you feel satisfied? We're talking murder at murder on Middle Beach. Uh, if you just tuned in on, on uh, HBO, were you satisfied with the ending? No, I wasn't. Oh, really? No, I wasn't. I didn't oh. feel good walking away going, okay, I know now who did it. I feel like there's it opened up even more questions. Um, I think that in the beginning where you thought there could be like eight people (laughs) in your mind that could have done it. Now we're down to like two with an accomplice, you know, but I, I still there's a lot we don't know. And at the end, you have some things where you're really excited about the filmmaker for what he gets access to. I want there to be a second documentary. There is going series. to be. Oh, there is. Yes. Because he revealed we need that. to know that stuff. Oh. Yeah. yeah we, there is going to be another one. Um, he Rarely did a subsequent... do I want a second season of something like this, but I really do with this. Yeah. He, uh, do, he did a subsequent, he did a subsequent YouTube uh, interview quick, like a one minute, 30 second for HBO. And based on what's revealed at the end, everybody, uh, he reveals there's going to be more. And there's going to be more 
episodes. And you really feel for him. It's not just like a voyeuristic watch where you're like, ooh, I just want to get some entertainment out of this crazy murder story that I feel very disconnected from. Like you are, you know, it's it's a guy who's interviewing his grandma, his aunt, his sister, his dad. And it's really heartfelt. You really feel for him. You feel like you're in his shoes and you really want answers for him just so that yeah. he can get some closure. Yep, you do. You want You want the closure for him because yeah. he's you watch him basically grow up and mm-hmm. you have such you have such and my sympathy and empathy and grew for him as the docu as the docu series went on mm-hmm. um as he matured i was just like wow you know he is serious and this isn't just a thing he's doing on the side as a college student um uh, yeah i i really felt for him at the end and was very excited for what for what happens and I hope he does get closure eventually. I hope that family gets closure because didn't you think too? That is a messed up family girl. I mean, every family has issues. Yeah, that family seems to have a mountain of issues. The aunts, everybody. Oh, it's, they have a lot of alcoholism in their family. So yeah. all three of the daughters have were alcoholics. Yeah, uh, and gosh, it's just amazing how someone could get away with this and. Mm. And it's funny, your take on this is so different. Uh, the person that was exonerated, mm-hmm. were, um, I'm comfortable with that. Are you? I'm, I am. I'm not as skeptical with it. as, And I love that you are. But yeah, I I actually cheered that. Colin and I were both like, yes. Oh. Mm. Yeah. It's funny. Mm-hmm. I no, love it. No, oh, no. see, I love that. <laughs> maybe, they're, maybe they work together. You oh, know? the two people that are the That's most. That's kind of a more far-fetched. Yeah. idea but um there's too much anger there you know there was Resentment, too yeah. much anger and it, that could have been something that was just a crime of passion in the moment because that person was mad that day you know yeah i don't feel comfortable people snap with as mm-hmm. as they say in this documentary everyone ever people snap and uh is that what happened because she was so brutally murdered that it had to be a crime of passion yeah. it wasn't just like a gunshot she was brutally murdered so 842 murder on middle beach my friends on hbo hbo max again murder on middle beach hey if you want something delightful to listen to with uh with just sunshines and rainbows a christmas carol peterson presented by david at first equity the podcast is going to be available today and then it's going to run live december 21st the 24th on my talk at 7 p.m stay right there we're going to wrap things up right after this Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I might talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything. Kenny said he was only going to be half here, but he's been full here all morning long. I'm Jace. I'm Jace. I know. I'm Jace with Dawn and Kenny. Lex is off. I have 11 more minutes, and then I have one more show to do, and then I'm as free as a cockatiel. I'm free. Free as a beautiful little... A little Those gay are bird. usually in cages. Oh, fun. whoops. I'm free yeah. as a robin. I'm free as a little robin. Just caca, caca. I'll be gone. So, yes. That's a crow. That That's a crow. crow. Well, okay, I'll get the bird right eventually. It doesn't matter. My point is I'm free. I will. I'll be done. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. But, uh, but yeah. I was flipping through, Dawn, as we uh, have our last few minutes here. Uh 
I was flipping through because we're almost to the one year anniversary of uh, Dawn uh, going with us to Walt Disney World for <laughs> Christmas weekend and flipping through our our pictures. And it's so funny. We we looked so fresh and clean and uh <laughs> Kenny, we looked so and now fresh we're and dirty and old. Well, no, 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 no. We looked so fresh and clean on day one, like night one. Oh. Like I'm, I'm looking at our pictures, and you and I are because like, Colin was taking some of them with us because Don and I took pictures alone, you know, for my talk and stuff like that. Yeah. We weren't excluding Colin, but we were doing it for for the for, for the show. Sure. So I'm looking, I'm looking at our pictures, and the first day we're like, hey, we're all oh, like, Lord. our hair's good, yeah. our cl- we're not. Sweaty, you know what I mean. We're yeah. looking real fresh, and then I looked at our pictures from the end of the second day when we went from four a.m. to four p.m. at the oh, parks. Oh God, that Girl, is the. I think that's the one that that, that got killed me. you. Yeah, yeah, that's the day that Dawn lost both of her knees. And uh, <laughs> and Kenny, we uh, there's a photo of us. We looked like wet dogs. I mean, we just looked. <laughs> Tired. We were so. It was like a candid photo. It was like right before we started walking back to the hotel, and we look so rough. Like you gotta we send look, that to me. I do. I I will because it's like we look like battered dogs. Like just. We just and we were supposed to go to Disney Springs that night, right? And then we yes. were all like. It was like no. No. Is that no. beef jerky night? Was that I think so. That was beef jerky yeah, night. Yeah. Where we just yeah. ate we all just from... kinda passed out while you were eating in bed. Oh. That was the night. Yeah, because you woke up the next morning and that's when you were in a lot of pain. I remember because uh yeah, that was the, the, the second morning is when it hit you. Yeah, I'm like, cause... Oh, my knee fell off and there's food <laughs> in my bed. Oh, what is this? I'm like, ew, what is this? Oh, it's chocolate. That's been I felt so bad because you don't want to get chocolate on sheets. You know, I'm like, oh, oh no. Oh, and then oh, there's my beef jerky in my boobs. <laughs> Chunks. Oh. oh, God. We laugh so hard. That's and what then... happens when you're laying down eating, watching TV. <laughs> watching that cat documentary. <laughs> Don't F with cats. Oh, oh God. that's right. That's right, oh. Kitty. Remember, we were in the happiest oh, yeah. place on earth. <laughs> yeah, and we yeah, were yeah, watching yeah. a sadistic documentary yeah. called Don't well, F with Cats. Well, that was before everybody knew what it yes. was about. And it's like, oh, this is going to be fun and relaxing. Yeah. We're just going to watch a cat video. And oh, yep. boy. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And we never left the room. <laughs> we got room. We never left. No, you got. We got room service. That night, we did. Oh, that was God. great. That was so. We ate. We did. We had that cart rolled in. The guy rolls it in. We no one got up. We were all just in our beds. We're like just put the cart right in front of our beds. <laughs> yeah. So, so we wouldn't have to get up. Yeah, I think Colin might have gotten up, but he sat right back down, and we're like, "Yep, yep mm-hmm, that's good." Oh, it was yeah. And then that next morning is when we realized your knee had fallen off, and <laughs> and we walk out of the we're walking down the hallway, Kenny, for for the next full day at the parks. And we Dawn is walking like Long John Silver, like she <laughs> I did. You just, I'm like, it's fine. Don't worry. I'll just straighten it out like a pirate, and then you just kind of drag it. <laughs> just and then if you want to go fast, you just start hopping. You know, hopping. it's like somebody that has a cast on their leg. Yeah, 
Oh, it was, we laughed. Oh, gosh, did we laugh. And, yeah, that was the day we went to Animal Kingdom, and we went on uh, the the Avatar Avatar. ride. Yeah, still one of the best rides of any theme park ever. It's so fantastic. It's It was just great. And then, yeah, your poor knee the whole day. It's like, oh, we tried to take as many breaks as we could because it was we were we were all moving slow because it is. I mean, think about it, Kenny. It's 4 a.m. to yeah. 4 p.m. constant walking. And yeah, that'll yeah. that'll take it. it up. Like, uh, so I did you ever like get 30,000 your... steps or something? Yeah. Oh, my word. Yeah. Dragging a ever... knee. Did yeah. you ever get it fixed on? I go to I actually go to physical therapy now. <laughs> I just I have my exercises right here that I'm looking at. I try to do some of them at work during the commercial breaks because I have to strengthen um, the area around my knee and the real culprit are my hips because I can't um, it's it's stabilizing uh, and, you know, not being able to go to the gym doesn't help. Yeah. See, people think going to Disney World is glamorous with us. It, you lose your knees. You lose your knees when you go with us. I need to talk to Colin about where he would want to go, like on a three-day weekend that we can literally plan, and oh, yeah. we can plan it just because we're super Tip planners. Yes, and it it can be just Don and Colin's yep. super planned vacation. I love that because you both are. I mean, Col is yeah. We like we're right on time. Okay, yep. we're arriving at the restaurant at this time, so we can get mm-hmm. a good table. It takes seventeen minutes to walk there. It. Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. That would be good. Yeah, that would yeah, be good. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's a million uh, things to do. Sure. Oh. It's so good. It was so much fun. Uh, Well, guys, sincerely, all of you listening, uh, have a great Christmas. Have a great holiday season. A great New Year. Ring it in safe and sound. Um, I'm off uh, until January 4th, and I'll be posting occasionally on social media. But uh, I'm grateful for all of you this year Mm. sticking with us through a really difficult year. So thank you. Dawn, Kenny, have a great Christmas season. and. I'll talk to you guys on the other side. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Have a great time. Baby, any day that you're gone away, it's a beautiful day.